Welcome to the Christine Means Business Podcast. My name is Christine Hansen and I'm a business consultant helping entrepreneurs to scale their business without working more through wonderful team management, leadership and strategy. Together with fellow experts or my own, this podcast is designed to share the most actionable tips, pieces of wisdom and anecdotes that will help you to avoid any mistakes that will cost you time or money to grow your business. It is my absolute joy to share that knowledge with you to help you for your ultimate success. You will get a new episode every two weeks and there's loads of free materials on my website christinemeansbusiness.com. So go ahead and check that out and I'm looking forward to hear your feedback and please don't forget to give us a couple of stars if you enjoy what you've been hearing on your podcasting platforms. And without further ado, let's start the show. Welcome to this episode of Christine Mains Business. I am Christine Hansen, a business consultant for small businesses, small and mighty businesses, online, offline, working with creatives, with store owners, with coaches, service providers, all kinds of different people. And today I'm super excited to be talking about a topic that I think feel I want to explain a little bit further and not be misunderstood and that is about my personal importance of working with smart people. So you know that I truly truly value being absolutely transparent in your communication because you want to be working with people who are perfect for you and I've been talking about this in the past that sometimes you do polarize when you articulate your opinions, your preferences. And simply because the more experience you gather, the more clear you become on what you want and what you don't want. And guess what? That is totally fine. However, it automatically means that you will exclude a certain type of person or of business. And it might be that those people do feel discriminated, which they are, because you cannot like and want to be working with everyone and that they might have hurt feelings about that. So I want to make it very clear that I do not intentionally want to hurt anyone's feelings here and that this is really not meant to be haughty or that I think that I'm anything better than anyone else. And when I talk about smart, I do absolutely not refer to academics because if there's one thing that I've learned over the years is that academics actually don't mean anything in terms of people skills and in terms of putting things together, in terms of perspective, in terms of seeing the big picture, in terms of creativity and, you know, Academia can very often reward skills like learning by heart, etc., but not necessarily drawing logical conclusions all the time. So I really want to make that clear that I do not mean you have to have a certain degree in order for me to think you are smart. Absolutely not. What I do consider important for me, though, when working with someone, and I want to articulate this so that maybe if you feel the same, you can take parts of this to articulate on your own. And uh, to me, it means that you're someone who gets it very quickly. 
And here's the thing. I didn't think that I was smart for the longest of time. And the reason for that is high school. I always thought that I was a little bit dim, you know, because in our society, at least over here, it's very traditional that science and maths means smart and linguistic and creativity and arts means cute in a way. It means oh, for anyone who isn't smart, they can do that. And that's just not true. It really, really, really isn't. And because in high school, I was not into maths and science. I just didn't get it. I always considered myself not to be smart because we have different sections. Some are the closer you get to graduate, which is when or you we have 13 years of high school, basically. So you are 19 when you graduate. The last two years, in my case, were where you chose which direction you would take. And it was generally perceived that the scientific the oriented branches were taken more seriously than the creative ones. And it was just an underlying, I don't even want to say if it was subconscious because everybody knew that it was not right. Still, everyone went along. It was just, that was the way it was perceived. And I think still is a lot of the time. If you have a scientist and an artist, I think it's pretty clear what our society still deems to be more serious or more intelligent. Although, you know, as I said, that is not what I mean at all. So it took me a long time actually to understand that, you know, you can be both. I used to be very good at languages. It was natural for me. It was easy. And interestingly, and I do like to tell you the story When I was in my last school year of high school, one of my subjects was philosophy. And so we did history of philosophy with the main philosophers like Kant, Descartes, and so forth. But also we did logic. And the first sentence that our philosophy teacher said when he entered the classroom was, logic has nothing to do with mathematics nothing, completely different. I was like, oh, okay. And I rocked at logic. I mean, I completed all the tests in half the time required with zero mistakes. And it was just logic to me. (laughs) It wasn't until years, I, I tell like 15 years or so later, 20 years later, even that I told someone that, and he was a mathematician, and he looked at me and he was like, Christine, you do realize that logic in philosophy is the purest form of math that there is. I was like, really? (laughs) He was like, yes. And you would probably have understood mathematics too. And it was a mindset thing. And it was, and I, I don't want to say I blame my teachers, But I was probably explained things in a way that I didn't understand. And I, you know, it just defined me and it just cemented this idea that I'm not good at mathematics, i.e. I am not smart. I might be funny. I might be interesting, creative. Linguistics are good, but I didn't consider myself as smart. And it was really after that realization that I started to really notice, you know, what, why are you saying this to yourself? So I think it's important that you hear this because I, again, I'm not saying smart is necessarily being a scientist and having X, you know, XYZ degrees, university degrees or a degree at all. 
So that was a revelation for me. And ever since then, I've realized that I am very smart in a lot of different ways. And it had also to do with my human design. You know that I'm a huge human design fan. And the way that I am designed means that I do actually work very logically and creatively at the same time. I'm able to see a lot of solutions, creative solution. I'm able to think in different ways. But at the same time, I'm very efficient in a way that I really loathe wasting time. I can see very quickly where my energy is wasted and where it's not going anywhere. And for the longest time, the sentence, you need to finish what you started, stood in my way until I realized, you know what, I can already see now this is not happening. I'm leaving this and I'm going for someone else, for something else, not for someone else. <laughs> Freudian slip there. Um and at the same time, I also see when something is working and when it deserves all of my focus and attention because I know it will pay the biggest dividends down the line. So it's really this focus and this precision, which I'm very good at and knowing where to put that. And it's not that I just see it in my own projects. I also see it with my clients. It's very easy for me to go into business and to immediately see this is worth spending your time on. This may be down the line once you've cleaned up all the other mess and this will just cut. I mean, this is not doing anything. It might be working for other people, but it's not for you. And I immediately see it and it's obvious to me. And so one of the things that I like to do is to conclude quickly, to go in and to draw lots of conclusions, tie up loose ends, and to make sure we get rid of all that clutter, getting loads of time and space to create solid foundations for maybe new projects or to take that time and use it for yourself. Crazy idea there. So there's so many things, but one of the things that is really important is that I do these things fast, very, very fast. This logic comes to me very, very, very quickly. And it's not something that's a given. And to me, that is a sign of being smart. And it's also something that I expect in my clients. So this is me stating that, first of all, yes, I am quite smart, <laughs> very smart, actually, in that way, in that intelligence. But I also need clients who get that. I need clients who are like, yes, I want that energy. I like that pace. I want to do this. I want to understand. And if I don't understand, I'm going to do everything to understand things quickly, especially when it comes to technology. I like tech and I like people who are interested in that, who get that too. The other thing is that my left brain and my right brain work in a quite in a good balance, you know, in ways that I think through my linguistics, I've been able to read literature in it's original language over the years. I live in the heart of Europe and have been traveling all around Europe all the time. And I'm in, I mean, Luxembourg is, it, the population doubles every day from people coming to work in Luxembourg and then going home again, mainly French people, Belgian people, German people, all of them with their different cultures. So I think that's also different because you understand where people are coming from. You talk to them in their native language. You hear, you watch their TV in their native language. You read their book in their native language. It gives a different perspective. And I think that hones and crafts a skill of being able 
to see and understand where they're coming from. And that's also a skill that I really like and never knew that that it wasn't normal in terms of that. I'm very logical and factual when I look add perspectives and I can back it up very quickly, which means that I can explain and substantiate my opinions very, very well. That does not mean that I'm close-minded and that even if I can explain my opinion and where I'm coming from, that I'm not going to change it. But if I am working with someone, I can tell them my opinion and really explain why this is logical and why there are facts behind it. So communication is actually really, really easy because I'm not just a a person that will throw things at you and you don't know where I'm coming from. I can actually tell you it's because of this, it's because of this, and there's a lot of fact and logic behind it. At the same time, because I do have that creativity, I can think in different ways and see things that might not be completely obvious, you know, and I can see where we can come from different directions. So it's a beautiful mix that I bring to my clients. But here we talk about being smart. I do expect people to understand it. I do expect my clients to bring that swiftness to the table as well. So what I'm saying is that I do not discriminate in terms of you need to have a certain academic degree. But I thrive on people and on working with business owners in particular who get me and who get how I work and who, when I've just talked about how I think, are like, yes, I appreciate that. I value that. I get that. I like fast. I like efficient. I like focused. And maybe I'm a little bit all over the map, which doesn't mean that I'm stupid because I grasp things quickly, but it's difficult for me to do this on my own. That's where I come in. So that is who I like to work with. And I think it's important to articulate that. And maybe it's different for you, but then take this and think about what are your strengths And who do you want to work with? Maybe it's someone completely different and it's absolutely fine, you know? I really like to work with people who are kind and nice and smart, who get it and who are interested in all kinds of things, who are open-minded and who appreciate people like me who come in, who listen, who get it and who immediately provide guidance, clearly structured guidance. So to me, being smart is important. I'm I'm smart, I mean, and I know I don't value only academics, but at the same time, I'm proud that I am doing a PhD at the European School of, OSCP, European School of, no, École Supérieure de Commerce de Paris. And they also sometimes say it's the European School of Commerce in Paris. So there's different, actually different names, but OSCP, the École Supérieure de Commerce de Paris is the way that it's meant to be. It's one of the best business schools in Europe. I'm really proud. And just on a side note, I never did statistics in my life because I thought I was bad at math. So I avoided it as much as I could. I've just started now at the tender age of 39. And guess what? It's not as difficult as it seems because now I trust logic and everything is logical. And really it is. And yes, that was a beautiful revelation to me. So that does make me proud and it does make me raise my standards. And I'm absolutely entitled to do that because guess what? It's my business. And the same is true for you. 
So I really want you to not be scared of articulating this. And I know that I'm going to step on some toes and feel free if you completely disagree with this to never listen to me again, to unsubscribe from everything. If I'm toxic for you, which is possible, then absolutely just unsubscribe from everything, you know, unfollow. It's absolutely fine. But at the same time, if this is something where you're like, oh, this inspires me, this gives me the tingles, I'm really like, yes, <laughs> this energy is contagious, then do it. Please do it for yourself. Do this exercise of seeing what are my skill sets, what am I actually good at, and really expect this from your clients in a way to at least cherish and value and to me, it's important that they are fast, that they are quick thinkers, that they are on their toes. And usually when I work with business owners who already have a business where they have wait lists of clients and not enough time because business is going so well, that is already speaking to what I expect and what I desire in a client. So this might have been a little bit of a weird episode in terms of what did I get from this? But I hope that this is maybe a moment of mentorship, maybe, or inspiration of getting that clarity and communicating it. You know, it's important. And it's also important to know that you might be stepping on someone's toes and to not mean it in an evil way at all. But you need to stand up for yourself and be clear because that way you avoid miscommunications, you avoid frustrations it's with everything in life. Communications is everything. And you cannot be for everyone. You cannot be friends with everyone. You cannot be the perfect consultant or coach for everyone. You cannot be the perfect service for everyone. You cannot be the perfect product for everyone. But when you communicate clearly who you are for and it matches, it's the best experience for both you and the person who hired you or who paid for your services. So I hope this has been helpful. It was fun talking about it, even though it was a bit daunting too, to be as direct. You know, it might seem to you that this is absolutely easy for me and it is natural, but it still doesn't mean that I don't care. So that's it for today. And I will be back in two weeks time. And hopefully this was able to inspire you and let me know if it was. Talk to you soon. Alright, and here is what I usually forget at the end of every episode. So first off, thank you so much for listening and taking the time to tune in. We really, really, really appreciate it. Now, don't forget that I've written a book with everything you need to know about growing and building a business online. It's called We Mean Business, the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches and small businesses to build your brand and grow your business online. You can find it on Amazon, but also in other online bookstores and on my website. Also, please make sure that if you want to stalk me, you follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube or Twitter or Pinterest or TikTok. And if there was anything in this episode that you learned, that you found entertaining, that made you giggle, then I would be over the moon if you'd left us a five-star rating. These ratings go a long way for more people to tune in and make sure that you follow the podcast as well to share the love and to have more people find it. Thank you so much and we'll see you in two weeks time for a new episode.